State Big Takes Episode 27. We are one week away from fantasy baseball draft week. Steve Scott, you have an opening big take. What do you got? I do. This this week, I'm gonna commandeer what the what the title of this uh, podcast is. It's a shout out to my dog Amber. This will be the first. Fantasy baseball season of my life without her. We had to put her down yesterday. So shout out to Amber, uh, my lifelong uh, dog. She's been here since I was in sixth grade. So I got a little bit of apple wine here. I'm taking a shot on air for my dog. Rest <laughs> in peace, Bobby. We Bob- love you. Wait, Bobby? Yeah, that was her nickname. Oh. Amber Amber Bobby. All right. <laughs> Makes no sense, but that's the way it, way it was the last 14 great, years. Great thing about doggos. Doesn't have to make sense. Doesn't Shout out to Amber. Sense. Shout out to Amber. Amber. Shout out Slash Amber. Bobby. Thank you, guys. <laughs> yeah. We I'm f- dedicating my, my fantasy baseball season to her, too. too. Oh, that's not good. Oh, yeah. so that means no bad <laughs> trade offers. Oh, yeah, I already, I already uh, changed my name. So, it. it's going down now. All right, we got another big take, following up big take. Um, I got one. Lay it on I'm me. sure we're going to talk about Bryce Harper, you know, big yeah, bad deal. We'll get to it. Oh, yeah. And, uh, you know, I think that he is not going to last that long there. He's going to request a trade. How long? No more than four years. Whoa. Who oh. lasts longer on their team, Machado or Harper? Definitely Harper. Machado's <laughs> <laughs> not glassing. There's no way he's the... Well, Joe, he's so, got the opt-out like, after three somebody, years, right? Somebody's going right. to give me the money. <laughs> That's basically what he said. All right, Gilly, you got a big take? Um, I had a couple. One of them is Harper-related, so I'll wait. I'll save that one for... But we're gonna, we'll probably talk about him for a bit. Um, my big take, though, is that... The Lakers will not only not make the playoffs, but they'll somehow tank and get a like a top six pick. <laughs> I can LeBron see will have a mysterious injury, and then they'll just really tank and sneak into like maybe I think top five is a reach. Um, takes a lot of luck, but yeah. Okay. Yeah, I can see that happening because yeah. they're they're playing like quitters right now. Yeah, look awful. Speaking of that, we'll get to. Th- we do want to talk some NBA today. But uh, Celtics also look awful, so we'll get to that. True. I wish tanking was an option. (laughs) (laughs) We're past tanking. I know. (laughs) (laughs) So my maybe not so big take is that um, since we have about 20 games left to the NBA season, I think that Trey Young will end up getting Rookie of the Year. Over, I like it. Over Luca. Like Big take. Because it seems like Luca kind of ran away with it, but Trey Young has been an absolute beast. And I specifically specifically remember the beginning of basketball season, Gilly, when you mentioned prop bet takes at the beginning. The Trey Young. Sixteen and a half points. The Trey Young over was a. You, 
a bargain for you. It's looking pretty good, is it not? Yeah. Actually, I took him uh, in a, uh, a little uh, endeavor tonight for over two and 22 and a half points, and he's looking like he might screw me over. But overall, <laughs> <laughs> Trey Young is having a great year. I, I, I don't know. I, I still think that Luka is like transcendent. I think, uh, uh, yeah. I mean, Trey Young's nasty too, though. Don't get me wrong. I think he's. Although, do you, do you guys see kind of quick transition here? You see him uh, get tossed out of a game for staring down Chris Dunn. It wasn't even that bad. Enemy of the program. Awesome. It was a pretty lame stare down too. I mean, well, I mean it, was it was a stare a, down, a but it, stare it down, wasn't but like a. That's not technical. You know, I'm like standing over no way. you. I just dunk on you, flex stare down. You know, it was just like it's a, like from a distance. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Tentacle for that? Come on, we're playing basketball here. What the fuck was that? Yeah, that was that was weak. He's electric though. He's he's cool. He, he's the uh, type of guy coming out of college where you're like, he's either going to be really cool or really really bad. Like Jimmer was really really bad, but he was really cool in college. I still think Jimmer could contribute. I think if they just gave him the wrong role in the NBA. I agree. <laughs> he could have. He could have been pretty good somewhere. Oh, like well. a Kyle Korver type, right? Yeah, at the very least. Yeah, and Trey Young has definitely shown, even in college, that he was he could pass a ball too. You know, true. He's not. He, mean, was, he wasn't just a. I'm going to shoot it from 40 feet away, guy like Jimmer yeah. was. Defensively, he's a he's a freaking sieve, but that, well, I don't know. that's not that Big uncommon. Take. I think Trey Young might become my favorite non-Celtic player. Like he's 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 starting to uh, ascend the ladder of like a guy that I'm like uh, like like a Monte Ellis type where I was like <laughs> like the old days. He's <laughs> fun. Like, that'd be like that'd be a cool jersey to have too. Yeah, those are sick jerseys. The Hawks are dope. Like John Collins is the fucking man. I know you're a big I fan, love Gilly. The hawk one with the, the big red hawk in the front. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah the little neon coloring to it. The little I, accents. I didn't really like the logo change at first, but it's definitely growing on me. The, the Hawks are not a bad team. I mean, they are, but they have. Hope. No, but they'll be. They have tools. They they should be good in the next couple of years. Right. Or at least decent. And Vince Carter's still dunking on people, which is awesome. <laughs> He's got relentless finisher in two K. <laughs> you know what though? You know what? This is a big take. Vince Carter, honestly, and you, you guys are probably going to come at me for this, but I got to say, he's probably has one of the most like underwhelming NBA careers when you really think about it. What has yeah, he like done? I agree. He's, I mean, he's always valued like playing time over winning. He's treated like a legend, but he really hasn't done much when you boil it down. Is he a Hall of Famer? Yeah. yeah, but like, I mean, what is he? He did more for USA Olympics than he has in the NBA. Yeah, that's not wrong. It's just wild to me that I, I feel like he's heralded as like this generational talent where he was never, I don't know, I feel like he was never even a top five player during his entire career. Hmm. I don't know. And he never, he, he hasn't won. Yeah. I don't know. I, he's one of those guys that gets a reputation of being like a total legend, but. Which he is I think in his own right. Just, he was one of those players that kind of changed, like, how he looked at the game when, you know, our generation was young. You know what I mean? I guess. Well, I mean, he's, he's a good example of aging well, too, where he literally developed a, a three-point shot when he realized, almost like a Jason Kidd type thing, where it's like you can't shoot, then you figure out if you want to hang around, you got to learn how to shoot. Yeah. And he's never been, like, 
when he was during his prime years, he, I mean, I guess he had like a falling off, but he still, I, I'm lying. I'm looking at his stats now. He definitely fell off. Yeah, but those from his After rookie year, his rookie yeah. year until like yeah, basically until, I mean, his first year on the Magic wasn't bad, but then he definitely kind of you know, fell off into that limited role. Just in relation to like what he was supposed to be, you know what I mean? Like early Toronto days, it was like, oh my god, this guy's otherworldly. Right. Which athletically he was, but I mean, it just didn't really. That's another one of those big, things that didn't yeah. really work out. He was a big, uh, you know, the dunk contest is another thing that enhances his legacy a little bit just because his dunk contests were so good. Yeah, I remember just uh, staying up late at night for those things, trying to sneak the TV into John DiCataldo's bedroom. It's great. <laughs> All I got to say is, who would you rather have in their prime, Vince Carter or Tracy McGrady? Tracy McGrady, all day. Me too. It's tough. T-Mac's another one. Pretty underwhelming career when you boil it down. Yeah, he never won shit. He came close with the Spurs, though, at the end. Yeah, that doesn't count. <laughs> that does Imagine that. Count. <laughs> Imagine. He one game away. Dude, I freaking told Connor at the time. I was like, dude, if he wins, I'm going to get that Tracy McGrady jersey, Spurs. It didn't happen. And I was going to do it, though. Still think about that. I bit. think they're both. Both players, they were never like elite superstars, but they were always like very good for their for their time. I would say I would categorize both of them as very good. I think T Mac was better. Not great. Oh, not yeah, elite. T Mac was, was nasty, dude. He dude, was he was one of the best players in the league. The Magic and the Rockets too. Tracy McGrady, fucking Tracy McGrady, Yao Ming. Oh my god! Oh four. Actually, even like 2003 to like 2008 or so, he was like a thing. It's just like he never could win. Could never could even get in the first round of the playoffs, if I remember correctly. Is Tracy McGrady going to be like in the same light as James Harden when he retires? He never wins. It's a miracle. To play. I'm just saying. What if they like pan out the same exact way? I could see that being a very similar case. <laughs> He's certainly six. good. Yeah, he's probably got another like four, four-ish years of being like nasty though. I think Harden, Harden is probably going to be better or looked at as better, in my opinion. Yeah, Harden, Harden's like the top scorer in the game. Like right, like right now for the last like three or four years, he's been like regarded as the top scorer. Like that's just the way it is. Like Tracy, I don't know. I don't know if he ever had that distinction in his time. Like, he was like respected he never as an MVP. Right. I wonder how close he came. I don't know. Because his years with the Magic with Grant Hill, freaking Daryl Armstrong, my boy. Those are, like, weird years, though, because that was, like, I'm pretty sure those were, like, Tim Duncan slash Shaq years, where it's just, like, I feel like it, it was just one of them yeah. that won for Always, a few years yeah. in a row. Where, like, no one else really had a chance. At the time, you think about who was the best player. Like, Kobe, Kobe was also, like, there, there was other players that were definitely, like, regarded as, like, better I don't know what I'm trying to get at. Like, I mean, let's, let's, I want to see. I want to see like 2002 NBA MVP. This is interesting to me. Yeah, Tim Duncan wins that one. Let's see this shit. I think Duncan, Shaq won a couple around there. 
Duncan wins, Garnett comes in second, Kobe, then McGrady in fourth place. Let's try 01. McGrady? I feel like McGrady was always up there. McGrady comes in fourth place again in 01. 01 was Shaq, wasn't it? No, it was Tim. I'll give you a buck if you tell me number two. Probably. If it was Tim, then it was probably Shaq. <laughs> no, it was Jason Kidd. Ah. Oh. Then Shaq, then T-Mac, then Kobe, and then Gary Payton at 33 years old. T-Mac was 22. Oh, my God. Yo, 2000, 2000, sorry, excuse me, 2000 to 2001, who was the MVP? Age, age 25. Give us a conference. Uh, it's going to be Eastern. West. Oh, Eastern. Ooh. Yeah. Was that kid? No. Allen Iverson. Correct. Gilly. Damn. See, this isn't like baseball for me. You can't just like rattle stuff off in basketball. Well, there was like a so so let's, let's look at that. So the best players in the league at that time, definitely Tim, definitely Shaq, Kobe. I was Gary Payton one of the best players in the league at the time. Yes, he's yeah, he's, a little he's the best one of the best the point guards at least, well, at least top three. Yeah, ever. No, Sean Kemp, oh, at time, at time. Sorry. <laughs> ah, he's. Because you had he's Jason Kidd, point guard Allen Iverson, and like Gary Payton. He's a top ten point guard of all time for me. I think Gary Payton is. Yeah, he's close sure. at least. Although I guess it, once you boil it down to like the real old dudes, it's tough. But shout out Jerry Stackhouse, Steve Steve Nash is top ten all time. Yes. Yeah. Did you know your eyes win against Dayton last weekend? Knocked them out of uh, the bubble. Knocked Dayton off the bubble. That's hilarious. Hey, you want to hear something else hilarious? In 14th place, tied with Yao Ming in 2003 in the NBA MVP award voting. I'm sorry. Tied with Carmelo Anthony and Yao Ming is Michael Red. Oh, my God. Shout out to Tyler North. Shout out Dry Guy. He got, he got votes. That's crazy. He's a, he's a lefty legend. Dry guy, I know. True. <laughs> <My God. laughs> like red, definitely. Who am I thinking of? Uh, hold on. I just, I just saw his name. And I lost it. Forget it. So you or I is making a tournament, right? Oh, my God. Absolutely. As long yeah, as they don't win lose their game. They're going to win eight tens. Automatic. I hope so. Who'd they draw first? Uh, I, mean, I didn't see. They're barely out of the bottom four right now. Which would stink if they fell to the bottom four because then they have to play a day early. When is that starting? When's all that shit going down? This Thursday or something like that. So when does um, we start picking brackets and shit? Uh, this time next week, I believe conference conference tourney week ends on yep, Sunday. No. Selection Sunday is the Sunday, right? Oh my God, Gilly, they're nine right now, so they'll play the second day. Yeah, no, I know, but it's like it's tight. It, that um, that win against Dayton was big in that sense. If they lost, actually, no, I'm sorry, 
their win against GW where they like killed them. Um, if they lost that, then they were probably going to be in trouble. I don't think people expected them to win against Dayton, so that helped too. But no, I, I mean, don't get me wrong; they have a shot. They just like the way they played against Davidson. I don't know. So this time next week, are we going to be talking about some fucking selections? Yeah, should be. Okay. There's a yeah. No, there there's some fun teams out there. Yeah. Do you guys have any initial sleeper teams? Xavier. Xavier. I like it. No good reason. <laughs> They're not even good this year. I thought. I don't know anything. <laughs> Shout out Connor again. Because once upon a time, I called into Connor's radio station and I said, Xavier's going all the way. I had no idea what I was talking about. <laughs> I almost swore on, on fucking live radio. <laughs> yeah, honestly, Northeastern. Really. They're pretty nasty. Yeah. I, I watched a couple of their games and I just see now that they're 14-4 and four in the conference. What, what wow. team you say? Northeastern? Yeah. I, I can only I name one. Northeastern uh, NBA guy. Who? JJ Barea. Really? Wow. Yeah. I didn't know that. From Puerto Rico to Northeastern. I figured he just went from, like, he was an international guy. I know. Isn't that weird? Yeah. Yeah. Little guy, too. Um, I, I got a couple sleepers. I'm rolling with, I, although they're not really a sleeper, but they just haven't been this good in a while. Texas Tech. I think they're legit. Yeah. They play freaking good defense. I don't know. I think they're going to they have a shot to be like a one seed too. And then uh and then Marquette, Marcus Howard. That's going to be like the the guy in the tournament that everyone like gets obsessed over like like a Trey Young type. Or Marquette how looked everybody good. picked Arizona last year cuz of DeAndre Ayton. Oh yeah. True. Although I mean it's different with a big man though. Yeah, absolutely. But that was, like, one of the guys people were obsessing over last year. It is wild not seeing, like, Notre Dame, Miami, Pittsburgh up there. Pittsburgh's been bad for a while. Yeah, but... But Notre Dame's been good lately. Yeah, I know what you mean. Those are, like, teams we grew up that were in there every year. Like... Yeah, Wake Forest, Georgia Tech. uh, Like, that's so weird. Pitt was so good for a long time. Not... It felt like a long time because it was like all throughout middle school and some of high school, where they had like uh, wasn't it Scotty Reynolds, a short point guard, right? He's he's Nova. Oh, yes, he was. Who am I thinking of? It was like a short, fat point guard on Pitt. I don't know. University of Pittsburgh. College. Fat point guard. <laughs> I'm gonna guess like 2008. You know who was dope? Baron Davis. True. Oh, they had Dewan Blair. Remember him? Yeah. Ashton Gibbs. I he was gonna be That's nasty. who I was thinking of. Whoa! You know who was on that team? Levance uh, Fields. Nope. Current Celtic. Current Celtic. Brad Wanamaker. Yeah, Brad Wanamaker. That's weird. I, I I forgot he went to Pitt. He played with Dewan Blair. That's sick. I got a bad. I have a bad fucking statement to tell you. I don't know who the fuck you're talking about. Who's Who's that? He's like their third uh, point guard. Um, Brad Wanamaker. He was playing in Europe for a couple of years, and he he could basically get. Uh, he could have played for any team, and he chose the Celtics. 
We don't really play him that much, but okay. he's kind of like the third guy. He took like the the Shane Larkin role. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Is that the guy from Georgia State? No, Pitt. No, no you're thinking R.J. Hunter. Larkin. Oh, R.J. Where's he? R.J. Hunter? He's on the yeah. Celtics. He's on. Is he still? Is he still playing? Well, he, yeah, he got back on. He was in the G League. For, actually, you know what? I think he's in the G League right now, but he's like on the, the two way roster gotcha. type thing. Yeah. Shout out to Shane Larkin, by the way. Hey, who's your favorite uh, like two way guy? Wow! All, All right, so Selection Sunday is not till the seventeenth. Never mind. Shout out to uh, Chad for correcting me. Who's your favorite two two way Celtic? James Young. Oh, me too. That was a joke. He sucks. James Young's the Free worst. James Young, but that's not what I was going to say, though. It's terrible. Gabe Pruitt, baby. <laughs> I, you know what? I'll, I'm going to go with Fab Mello. R.I.P. Mm-hmm. Literally, Josh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't even know, dude. Fab Mello's dead. You didn't even know Fab Mello died? You guys are robots for me. <laughs> He's in <laughs> heaven with John Rude right now. Oh, yeah. I knew Fab Mello died, if that's what you're asking. Okay, that's what we yeah. were asking. Oh, yeah, yeah. I knew that. But he was on Syracuse, right? He went to Syracuse? Yeah. 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 There was, like, a string of, like, him and Marcus Smart. They were drafted by the Celtics, and I was like, yes, I know both those guys. <laughs> Gosh. <laughs> yeah, we were at Buffalo Wild Wings for that draft. Yes. For the Marcus Smart draft. And you were pumped about Marcus Smart. You were, oh, yeah. yeah. He's such a shit talker. Yeah, I was, dude, I was through the roof. Excited <laughs> for that one. Shout out to Dry Guy for being mean to that waitress. Yes. So, do you guys have any Celtics takes, opinions, concerns, worries? What's going on with them? Very worried. Still going to win the NBA Finals. That's a big take because they are going to have to figure it out ASAP. Yeah, like. So are you? Are you? Who is? Is anybody here anti Kyrie? No, I'm not. No, but he's he's testing my patience. He is. But you're not like I'm done with this guy. Get him out of here. Like ninety percent of Celtics Twitter. I think yeah. a lot of people feel that way, though. Yeah, they do. Wild. That's scaring me. Give me a break. <laughs> you know, I read that a fan was chirping him after uh, their loss on uh, on Sunday and saying, uh, "Go to New York, Kyrie." Nice. Don't like that. Yeah, like not that. a fan there. Not a fan of that. I mean, they don't get Anthony Davis if Kyrie. Oh, for sure. Well, they don't keep him, they can okay. still trade for him. That'd be so stupid. I'd be so mad. So how long is Kyrie under contract for? Is this Until it for him? Okay. July 1. Yep, July 1st. Alright, so he can walk. In that yes. case. Yeah, but we don't yep. want him to walk. Because he's good. I mean, if he walks, it's not... It's really not... I shouldn't say it's not a big deal, but it's not like we're starting from scratch. They're not a lottery team. I know what you're saying. Exactly. Well, it's like, I mean, we're, uh, and I know last year was kind of a weird circumstance and stuff, and there was no Kawhi. Giannis wasn't what he is now. Even the Sixers were not as good as they are at the moment. However, 
that's a still pretty darn good team. You have a little bit of a little bit of space to make a couple additional moves, maybe upgrade a couple positions. Um, I don't know. I, I don't hate it, and it's not like we gave up a ton for Kyrie. Or you know what I mean? It'd be yeah. different if it's like we had to give up like a Jalen Brown or something like that, where it's like, oof, this hurts. Where we lose like a real piece. Um, obviously, I love it and what he did for us, but at the same time. That was an expiring contract, if you really look at it. And then, I don't know, Colin Sexton is what that pick became. So, yeah, could have been worse. I'm not really that bummed about not having Colin Sexton on this team. <laughs> yeah, it's better than living a life of regret. You know, but yeah. having to having to pay Isaiah too that would have been bad in hindsight. You sure. know, which I don't think we would have, and I think it would have just been awkward. Just like let him walk in the off season. Imagine he's like sitting there waiting for a contract and he never gets a call. Yeah. Yeah, then we'd probably be in the same situation where he'd be salty towards Danny, just mm-hmm. in a different way. I mean, for, uh, I don't know. We don't need to go into it, but he was just out, out for the check. That's why I really don't. I don't know. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, I feel like he was loyal to the, to the Celtics, but he also he was out for the check, obviously. And, and in that moment, it seemed like he deserved it. And I mean, he played his balls off in that in the time he was with us, and it was like, yeah, you know, it was like the the syndrome of like, yeah, do you bet? Like for me anyway, I was like, oh my god, they better fucking pay him. And he, I was heartbroken when they when they let him, they traded him. But you know, hindsight's twenty twenty. It was the right move, and he was he obviously isn't deserving of that money now. True. Trying to work his way back. Yeah, he's actually had some moments for the Nuggets. And also he's is a sneaky, a, very good 2K player in this year's game. He's not a bad – and he's on a team kind of – not not like the uh, Cav, the Cavs where he couldn't really shine, I guess. I don't know. He's on a team where the Nuggets where he can have his 20 minutes and when he's on the court be the first scoring option like he likes it, you know? Agreed. He was not a good fit for LeBron at all. I no. really don't know what uh, – that was just the Cavs just trying to salvage the situation. I, I don't even know what they – they could have gotten so much more for Kyrie realistically if they just shopped around or like just a different – I don't know. I don't even know what would have been out there. That would be a fun thing to look into, to like think about who might have been available at that time and I don't yeah. know what they could have done differently. I bet that, that pick just got him. You know what I mean? Yeah, true. No, you're right. Uh, yeah, definitely. You're right, because at the time it was like a kind of a, not assumed, but it could have easily been the first pick. All right. I was crying. I'll miss Kyrie, though, if he goes. That'd be really sad. Yeah, that would stink, but we'll cross that bridge when we get there. Until then, we just got to hope that uh, Coach Brad can whip up another one of his many miracles and get this team on the right track come playoff time. The fire Brad Stevens train is a real thing, by the way. It's an absurd thing to me. I don't understand it at all. It's not his fault at all. It's one of those things like, where do you go from there? He literally just takes you know, that to the face as a coach. I mean, you can't really help it. I mean, look what he's done in the past years. With what he's had, yeah, and that's not to knock any of the players, but he finds a way. He's always found a way to get the best out of his players, and now he's just got too many egos to deal with at the moment, and he has never experienced it before. 
Well, yeah, isn't that that's kind of inhibiting them him though? And like, I don't know, that's that devalues his uh, his worth as a coach, does it not? In the NBA, it's like you're full of egos. Like, what? I don't know. It's it's just it still feels like situation. he's kind of a college coach making the most of kind of quiet guys and veterans that kind of mind their business like an Al Horford type where it's like he, I don't know, I still want to see a little bit more from him to be able to get the most out of Kyrie and like those more vocal guys. He's got to find the right, I don't know, it's weird having all these guys that want all these all the time. There's just not the time for everybody, I guess. So it's weird to get the most out of the people when they don't, I don't know, when they don't like feel like they're being used correctly, I guess. But, like you said, he's got to figure something out. He's the coach after all, so... I'm not saying there's no blame towards Brad Stevens this year, but he's definitely not the root cause, and I don't think getting rid of him is going to solve anything. I agree. But definitely it's just getting rid of Kyrie. Seems to bring something bad. That could... Could end up being it. We don't know. It could be just getting rid of Rozier. I don't know. Oh come on, Rozier is not the problem. I'm not saying he's the problem, but I'm I mean, saying he KD, could. right? They could always go get KD. Dude, if they, oh, that's like my dream situation. To be honest, if they somehow they Kyrie stays, he convinces KD to join. You probably have to trade. Either you probably have to do like Horford and Hayward Smart. Well, Hayward. Money. I mean, Hayward would be easy, but no one's going to take that contract. So I don't even know if that's an option. Whereas, like Horford and Smart would probably equal close to that in terms of money, and people would actually want them. Mm. I don't know. That's not ideal, obviously. Best case scenario would be shipping off Hayward, but and then you send Tatum and Jalen <laughs> for Anthony and, and, Davis and for Anthony Davis and have all three. Kyrie, and have no other team except those three. <laughs> Imagine that. And they just, then they just sign a bunch of nobodies. James Young, Carmelo comes back. Anthony. <gasps> Dude, that's one thing that's being talked about. Where's Carmelo that. going? I don't know. There were rumors he was going to go to the Lakers, right? But they kind of stalled out since the Lakers don't look like they're making the playoffs and Carmelo wants to be on a team that's going to make the playoffs, right? Yeah. Yep. I mean, I hate to say it. Kind of, I'm at the point where I'm kind of like, why not with the Celtics? You're all aboard the Coley Mick, bring Carmelo <laughs> to Boston kind of. train. Like, could it get any worse? No. <laughs> Literally, no. Just add Nobody another, Although, add another again, ego that needs the ball to the pile. <laughs> Remember we almost got him, like, I don't know what year it was, but... Yeah, with a, a for Rondo, kind of, right? Is that what it was? No, no, never mind, never mind. That was like Iman Shumper and uh, someone else. Andrew Fields, I think. Or Shumpert would have like been cool. Shumpert's another disappointing career, though. He was, like, worth... Especially in, like, NBA video games. He was always, like, projected to be an A. And, like, you could trade him for, like, anyone you wanted just because he was, like, a hyped-up prospect. So right. was Enos Cantor. True. He was good for a few years, though. Now he's just a mess. No, he's just like not. Enos Cantor, like his last year in the Jazz and his basically his whole career in OKC, I thought he was really good. Dude, shout out to him for like surviving, not being killed by the Turkish government yet. Though. <laughs> <I know. laughs> 
That is crazy to think. He's like a fugitive of his own country. Yeah, he's got nothing to lose. He didn't give a fuck. Except his life if he dies. So did you I love guys... how he goes at LeBron, though. Did you guys yeah. yeah, NBA Twitter is top-notch. Oh, yeah. It's the best sports Twitter. Yes. Oh, no doubt. It's really not and close. I don't even follow it. Oh. I just don't so care about the NBA at all. It's yeah. so funny, dude. I don't really care either. I don't even care, but I enjoy the Twitter. It's so funny. All right, I'm going to give it a follow now. You guys sold me. Well, uh, yeah, just like a, not, not like at yeah. NBA. I'm just the NBA community Twitter, I should say. Oh. Uh-huh. So all, so all the players and everything like that. All the attitudes and freaking... Oh. Uh, so, did you guys pay any attention to the combine, the NFL combine, before we get to baseball? Quickly touch upon the combine. Just some standouts. Obviously, DK Metcalf was kind of the star of the weekend. He's wide receiver from Old Miss, right? Yes, but he's, he can't. He can't change direction. That's the problem with him. He's <laughs> six, six, three and a half. Runs a. What was this forty time? Runs like, like a four three four four three two or something like that. Yeah, I think so. Twenty seven bench reps. Scary, like Sean scary, scary, scary person. Yeah, Sean I saw him projected to go in the uh, the top ten to the Bills at number nine. Oh, that's dumb in, though. In an guy. NFL network, <laughs> NFL network, uh, mock draft. The other think, thing uh, that stood out to me was Montez Sweat's 40 time. He's a defensive lineman. His 40 time was 4 4 2. He's a Mississippi <laughs> State guy, right? I th- believe so. That's the same 40 time as Julio Jones. Yeah. Damn. He's a defensive so, end. Just imagine 4 4 2, 40 coming a, like around the corner pulling guard. He's going to be like a 90 speed Ooh. in Madden at defensive end. Oh, I thought he was an offensive guy. No. No, no, no. He's defensive lineman. Oh. I know Paris Campbell, Ohio State receiver, he he had a pretty fast uh forty time. That guy can catch. He's he's legit. He probably he'll he'll probably end up being like a second rounder, but wherever he goes, he's gonna be a game changer. I'm sure. I'm not saying Michael Thomas yeah. status, but mm-hmm. what about the Maybe Iowa someday. kid? Uh the, the tight end. end. Both, yeah, both there, there were two, yeah. One of them's projected for the top ten. The yeah. white kid has better hands and has a better football IQ, from what I understand. But the the black kid is like a freak athlete. Yeah. He's so it doesn't, doesn't know quick. a lot about football or something. Well, he must hmm. have been a basketball guy or something else. Yeah, I don't know I much about either Noah of them. Noah is the second one. He's yeah, the guy that people are talking about, the Patriots. Trying to get. I think they're the both first. projected to go in the first round now, right? I saw the other kid, the, the white kid in the top ten. That's Actually, crazy. I think they went. He went number ten. Yeah, in that that same mock draft. It was kind of weird, though. One thing that I'm wondering is it just me, or, and maybe this is always happens with like mock drafts, and they just like like to overhype the skills, sexy like skills position guys. But I mean, no one's really talking about offensive linemen this year, right? Like usually it's like no, three, really four in the top ten, and especially because it's a kind of it's kind of a weak QB draft class too, and that's usually when the old linemen so are like at the top of the draft. 
Exactly. It's weird. I don't know. It's they were so bad. The footwork was terrible. Like they did that drill where it was like straight line pursuit from like a I know you guys probably don't know like football terms, but like there was a guy in like a seven technique or like nine technique way out in like the flat, right? And it's like a straight line pursuit to the quarterback. So they had a guy like kick step from like the tackle position, like back trying to cover that guy from straight blitzing. Dude, none of them could do it. None of them. None of them could do anything or move. It was crazy. Like nobody had good footwork. Nobody had like a decent amount of speed off the edge as a tackle. It's, it was bad. There's also like no standout running backs either. Uh, yeah, yeah, even the guy from um, the one guy I knew, the guy from Notre Dame, um, who was it Williams or something? Couldn't I don't tell know. you. Daquan Williams? I, I don't know. Something. But he looked like trash. And he was he's supposed to be a receiving back and couldn't make a cut out of the backfield to save his life, so I don't think that's gonna work out very well. Yeah. The Alabama guys are projected to, to kind of be the top couple, I think, right? And then yeah, uh probably. there's that there's one Ohio State kid, isn't there, Steve? Like Weber? Uh, we, yeah, Mike Weber's the man. He's yeah. he's uh but you know what, he'll probably be like a um a third or fourth, I think. Yeah, like if he ends up being like if he ends up getting a lot of carries, he'll be like a uh, like a Carlos Hyde, like a guy that just like beats your face in. Like he's not a, he's not a fast guy. He just he just like just head on like, which is my favorite kind of runner. Of course. What is what's the school that like I think it's a W and it turns into a cat. It's like red. It's like a, the logo. Oh, it's like um... Washington State. Yeah, Washington State. So the running back from there is nasty. Who's the guy from Georgia this year? Isn't there another Georgia running back? Or I, I, maybe I'm oh, you're confusing right. you. Holyfield, I think. Okay, yeah. yeah like, whoever that is, man. And then the um, there was a, actually Washington. Uh, they had Gaskins. I remember watching Oh, that. yeah. He was supposed to be quite good, but I, I feel like he kind of had a disappointing year last year. But he'll probably go relatively early. But you're right, though. I mean, no, no real standouts per se that are like, oh, my God, I want to have this guy on my team. Mm-hmm. Yeah, kind of weird. Should be interesting. A lot of talent on the edges here, though. That's what it seems. And actually, mm-hmm. Quinn and Williams, too. Talking yeah, about him. And the, oh, my God. He is terrifying. Alabama just breeds different species. It's unreal. Oh, oh my God. God. I'm going to send you link. On to the I, good found, stuff, I found the guy. I found the guy. Hang on, wait. Hey, Mike Weber, he's rated number 13. All right. That's cool. Bryce Love out of Stanford's dope. He's kind of short, though. Forgot about him. He was like a Heisman guy going into the year, wasn't he? Yeah. James Williams. Don't forget that name. All right. I won't. It's deeply embedded in my brain now. Metcalf is the number one receiver uh, prospect right now. Riley Ridley's number seven out of Georgia. He's going to be dope. Isn't that Calvin huh. Ridley's brother? Correct. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Paris Campbell, dude. That's the one to be looking out for. I'm telling you. Yeah, no, you don't believe me. Paris Campbell. I'm going to say it now, and then I'm going to 
bring it up around uh, fantasy baseball, uh, football draft time. <laughs> Whatever the fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Let's go to baseball since you said it. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> the day finally came. Bryce Harper landed in Philadelphia. 13 years, no opt-outs, full no-trade clause, $330 million. What do we think about all that? First I think we should go for Gilly. Gilly, start this because oh, you are the lifetime owner. I am excited. Thank you. I am fired up. I can't wait to, to see Bryce in Philly. I have to plan a trip ASAP. To, uh, Will you get his jersey? I don't know. I, I haven't had his jersey before. I have his like player shirts. I'll probably at least get like a Phillies player shirt. Those are selling like hotcakes, actually. I, I read that they're uh, they're selling better than LeBron's Lakers jerseys did in the first day. Wow. His, uh, his Phillies jerseys, uh, which is pretty crazy. Um, but yeah, no, I, I don't know. I'm pretty fired up about it. I, I do want to get, although they're already like tough to track down in normal sizes, um, a Nationals Harper jersey. I thought I was uh Yeah. Yeah, they're they're tough yeah. to find. Actually I you know what though? Shout out to Ronald Acuna Jr. They have a couple sick jerseys that were uh on sale on Fanatics recently. Ooh, send me a link because that could yeah. be a jersey I purchased soon. True. They were they were pretty cool. They're like eighty, ninety bucks. There's one that was like dark blue on dark blue. Ooh, cool. It's kinda of fire. But um but yeah, no, overall, I'm pretty fired up about Harper. I think that that's I don't know. It's interesting the money and why he he did like a 13-year deal. I think part of it, my logic to it and my understanding of it is that he just wanted like long-term success on a team. So that's why he tried not to like screw them over too much, but at the same time be secure financially in the long term, but like without backloading it or anything too crazy. So it's not going to screw them over in the long run where it's just like he's an albatross contract at the end of it. That's my logic. I could be totally wrong. And maybe that was just the best offer he got. Um, but yeah, that's my, my two cents. Oh, and I'll, a hot take. He will finish his career with, I, I'm not saying he'll break the record, but over 700 home runs. That's my big take of the day. That's a big Ooh, fucking take, yo. That is a that, that bar, take. That ballpark is perfect for a guy like him. Oh, He destroys that park, too. Exactly. He always has. Lefty power there. Oof. Just think Ryan Howard, but. But younger. It's a big <laughs> bloody take. Breaking news. Gilly I was going to say 650. Gilly has a huge offer in his inbox right now. Oh. <laughs> Gilly just tucked himself into a big old offer from Josh. Yeah. <laughs> I just take it right now, too. Like, yeah. Might. Might. We draft Never in uh, 10 days and 21 hours. This oh, my God. Great news. I cannot great wait, news. dude. It'll be great. What about you guys? What do you guys think of this? Harper to the Phillies. So, contrary to my big take in the beginning, I do love it, and I hope it does go the distance. Not that I... I don't think it will, but I hope it does. Because, like, sports in general just needs the dedication like this contract shows. And it needs to go back to kind of the way that it used to be, and you got actual franchise players and everything else yeah Bryce started his career like in Washington but 13 years in the same place is something to be you know happy about so no opt-outs that's that's nuts well we will see I don't think just because of how baseball is and the business is that he'll last that long unfortunately but 
I hope it does. Like, I want to be proved wrong with this one. We'll check back in in 13 years. Yep. It's it's not like insane, though. Like, what, 39 at that point? But still, it's, it's still a long time in the business of baseball. You know, anything could go wrong. I don't know. He he's playing at a decent rate. I mean, he's play. I mean, like for money wise, like what Gilly said, like he's got like what's it, like twenty six million this year. It's like twenty two max, like every year, like twenty four, twenty six, twenty five. It's it's never like a, a contract that's like a a grinky contract where it's like the highest annual value of all time or Kershaw, like how they're that money would count hardcore against the luxury tax for their team. Like Harper got paid, he got his security. And he'll be Hallmark. He'll be the main dude for that team for the for over a decade. I I think he I think he got the perfect contract for what he wanted. I guess, and I think I think it'll it'll work out for him. And it's it's going to be weird Harper adapting to Philadelphia at first. I feel like like being, but like I feel like everybody's pretty much accepting of him be going there. And I think it's going to work out fine. I don't know. I think I I like it for Harper. I don't like it for. The prospect of Gilly having the best someone that could end up being the best player in the league for a long time, but I think the big door that it I'm opens jealous. is <laughs> the possibility. I'm not saying strong possibility, but the slight possibility that Bryce Harper and Mike Trout are on Mike the same baseball Trout? team in like three years when Trout hits free agency. I think it's oh. two years actually, right? Twenty same year as Mookie, happen. right? It's Mike gonna... Trout. Mike Trout, Mookie Betts, same year free agency, I believe. It, wait, no, isn't no. Mike Trout next year? Tw- no, I think no, it's 2021. No, yeah. It's in two years. They both have two full years left on their contracts, or Bryce or Trout has three left? Unreal. I thought they I hit it at the same time. Yeah, anyways, whatever. My point is that, obviously, everybody knows Mike Trout is a Philly home, you know, he's from Philly, big Eagles fan, blah, blah, blah. There been a little, little birdies thrown out there that the Angels have thought about talking, you know, 10 years, 350 for Mike Trout extension. I say there's absolutely no chance that he extends, but obviously there's a chance he returns to LA, but for players these days to not hit the open market is just absurd to me. You have to go out and test it. Just look at what Machado did, even with his lackluster performance and, you know, down the stretch and left L.A. kind of like, you know, with a sour taste in their mouth. He still got his 300 mil. So <laughs> players like Mookie and, you know, especially Mookie and Trout, it'd be silly for them not to test the open market as much as it hurts me to say that about Mookie. Yeah, I agree. I you know what though if it ends up happening that Trout goes to the Phillies, I, like I, I'm not like flipped out by that idea. Like I like a like a super team is going to be built. Like you think about like the hardcore like Yankee 2004 teams, A Rod, Sheffield, Giambi, fucking whatever. What they do? Fucking jack shit. Fuck and them. It's also baseball. Yeah, you have yeah. two of best players in the league. Hey, congrats. That can only get you so far, and you're going to have to pay everybody. Yeah, I mean, you can't pay everybody, and even in baseball, you can't pay everybody. It's true. And Go ahead, take them. You know, it, hey, baseball uh, is so fucking unpredictable. They could have those two and win 80 games every year. We, know, we just don't know. Mm-hmm. The, the, the Red Sox just won the World Series with two superstars. Just saying. Yeah, yeah and, a, and a bunch of other te- players that, that want to win. 
Yeah, so the Phillies might want to win. You're, you're telling me that Andrew McCutcheon doesn't want to ring, that like Reese Hoskins isn't going to want to ring in like two, three years. That team's going to be hungry. And if they get Trout, oh, yeah. it's going to be an unbelievable team. Nola. We don't know what the team will look like in two or three years, though. It could be different. It could McCutcheon be. won't it could be there, be. that's for damn sure. If they're going after a Trout, He's McCutcheon's He's got a three-year contract. Gone. He'll be like, it's crazy that, that, and I love McCutcheon, but it's crazy that McCutcheon got that money and Adam Jones is like still sitting there like waiting for a contract. Yeah, there's a lot of people out there that are still waiting for contracts. Dallas Keuchel, uh, Craig Kimbrell still unsigned somehow. Like you said, Adam Jones, very reliable, still a pretty good defender, you know. That's because of his, I think his is like a, almost like a Kaepernick type situation, not to that extent, obviously, but I think people are a little apprehensive about Adam Jones because of his comments about race and stuff like that. Yeah, could be. Parts. Mm-hmm. I get it, but I don't at the same time. You know what I mean? I get, I, the, I get the point you make, but I don't think that Adam Jones is going to drive fans away from a, from a team, in my personal opinion. I don't think it would, but I don't think some people aren't willing to take that chance. It, clearly. By the way, Quick, uh, quick rundown of, uh, of some quick math because it was such yeah. a big take before. So right now, Bryce Harper has 184 career home runs. Let's say for the ne- for over a five-year period, and this is this is I mean this is really when I did the numbers, it, it does seem pretty out of uh, pretty unlikely, realistically. Whatever, I'll, I'll go with it anyway. Um, <laughs> for the next five years, he could average <laughs> in that ballpark 45 home runs. Okay. okay. Might not, be a little. Might be a little not, bold. Not unreasonable, be, though. Average, it's not, especially. I mean, well, how many did uh? What do you have? Fifty-seven? No, sixty. Sixty-three. How many did Ryan Howard have? I, I, I don't remember. Um, but Chris Davis hits like forty-seven a year and hits two forty-three exactly. But yeah, exactly. So I mean, there there could be a few fifty home run seasons in there to offset a couple forty home run seasons. I don't know, whatever. So average forty five home runs over the next over five years, and then the remaining eight years of his contract average thirty five home runs. That would bring his total to seven hundred nineteen home runs. So that's not like I don't think that's insane per se. I, yeah, I don't know. I, it's not like I'm saying that he's going to average sixty home runs over the next fifteen years, right? Which he could. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> you never know. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I'm just overhyped about it, to be honest. It's, it's, it's dope. It's scary, but it's, dope. It's, it's exciting. Exciting for baseball. Yeah. No, I, I do. I feel like baseball is given. This is given baseball a little, little new life. I, I think Philly's a perfect city for him, too, to be honest with you. Yeah. It's got that attitude. It's kind of like a screw you, like whatever mentality. Like I'll give it my all, but at the same time, I don't give a damn. Right. Speaking of which, I uh, big take. I think that the Phillies will have a brawl this year invo- involving Harper. Ooh. I hope that's against Hunter Strickland. Yeah. Where is he still around? Or Cole Hamels? He's got to be somewhere. Or Cole Hamels. <laughs> Cole Hamels revenge. That would be a confusing situation for Phillies fans. <laughs> <laughs> Who do you root for? <laughs> Cohen was still in the Rangers, right? No, he's on the Cubs. Uh, right, 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 right. I knew he got traded. Late season surge. Yeah, for yeah, the Cubs. yeah. Do you have him in that surge, or was that Connor? I traded him to Connor in the uh, uh, Aaron Nola deal. Oh, that's right. Oh yeah. 
Yeah. The random Cole Hamels surge. True. Low-key sleeper in this <laughs> upcoming draft. Could be. I feel like, you know what? I feel like if we wanted to, we could do um, a fantasy baseball dedicated uh, podcast as well. Easily. As an addendum. Oh my god, yeah. To get Easily. out of our all, all of our fantasy thoughts. Absolutely. But, but do we do it before or after the draft? That's the question. I think sure. uh, it's almost like a confession if we that do it before. One, uh, so our draft is the 14th or 15th or whatever? 15th? Mm-hmm. Right. So when we record on the 18th, we can have our, a, a fantasy baseball foot because we have a couple drafts that week, so... We can, uh, cool. we can even kinda... if we did an extra like an hour dedicated to that and post that one separately. Mm. Yeah, 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 Perhaps. yeah. Because I feel like some of our viewers will appreciate our listeners, our viewers, our viewers too. And all viewers, oh yeah, don't count. <laughs> yeah, shout out Dave Jambers. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I think I all four of my leagues draft next week. All four, huh? All four. <laughs> <laughs> Ollie's Ollie's totally gonna bail on us for that freaking Yahoo League. Oh, I can feel oh, is that, oh there, yeah. Some of the trade offers I've gotten are just absurd, dude. So dumb. Does being in the in the fuckstick like does that like give you more appreciation for like a good league? I mean, I think this will be. I think this one's gonna be good and like active, but I don't. First of all, I don't know any of them besides Sam, right? So right off the bat, I'm not inclined to care as much. Mm-hmm. But uh, but financially, you are. Don't yeah yeah yeah. yeah. But um, I wouldn't motivation. go toot your own hole in there, Steve, because some of the trade offers you get, you send me or you send around. Oh, shut say. up! It's a, it's an icebreaker. <laughs> <Shut up. laughs> You gotta put your foot in the water before uh-huh, you jump in sometimes. Uh huh. Uh huh. Whatever you're mm-hmm. gonna tell yourself. Uh huh. <laughs> yeah, I guess you got Acuna for a freaking and an eighth rounder for Degrom. You're gonna be crying Dude, your eyes out someday. I got Degrom for Blake Snell. I don't care. Yeah, that, that was a good trade for you. We we both profited off Degrom. Soft season. Well, not really. I I have him. Yeah, and I got rid of him for a better player, so I profited too. Oh, you think Acuna's better than Degrom? Absolutely. In a keeper league, long term? You kidding me? My it's God, a... Degrom's got one year. Oh my God, dude, he's in his prime. Right now, this he's, is his he's in, prime. He's in Far. He's in Far Cry Primal. That's what he's in. I'm in Far Cry Three, the best one. It is the best one. I agree. There you go. Shout out to Pokemon. Yeah. This week. Yeah, that, new that Pokemon cool. this year. Should be good, hopefully. Shout out to Oliver for for sending that picture. <laughs> that I, and I I was duped too. I thought that was real, but it was a Zelda in Photoshop. That <laughs> <laughs> got me good. Uh, I sent it to Kat. She was like, "You know that Zelda, right?" I'm like, "Nah." She's like, "Yes, it's Zelda. It's one of the temples." And I'm just like, "Fuck." I thought it looked like Zelda, but but then I saw I did like, too. That was the point. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh man, that's pretty cool. That looks like Zelda. And it was. <laughs> <laughs> the graphics still look great, though. Should be should be good. Should be good. More to be determined. Specifically release date. That would be nice. 
Yes. Are there any other video games that you guys are hyped for this year? Oh, yeah. Like what? Like, like I don't know what I'm hyped for anymore after Red Dead. All right. Um, <laughs> mine are basically Honestly. all Nintendo games that I'm looking forward to. Luigi's Mansion. Fire Emblem. Fire Emblem. Animal Crossing. Pokemon. Uh, the hope that... Um, not really a game, but that the online service... You know how you can play NES games with the online service for free? Yeah. My hope is that they eventually change that or add SNES games and N64 games on there, so that's a hope. But Yeah, that would be dope. I'd I, love that. I highly, highly doubt we'll ever get N64, but SNES, I think, is realistic. Why would we not get N64? It would be dope if you could... Because they're anal. You could make so much uh, money off of that. Dot com. I know. With the with the Joy-Con. That would be dope. Dude, I'd just be down for like a N60... You know how they have like the classic systems? Yeah. Like the SNES Classic. It comes with like 30 games or whatever. Download onto it for like 80 bucks. Just give me an N64 one of those and I'm good. Dude, that would be a, the biggest I'd be smash hit. really picky with the games though. I mean, they'd have yeah. like four or five Mario games and probably not GoldenEye because of copyright. Um, Banjo Kazooie would be on there. Probably not DK. Actually, a big rumor—not rumor, but like a thing that's happening—is that Xbox and Nintendo are going to kind of merge their online services. Oh yeah, I heard that. Yeah, yeah. what's so up with like, that? So like a big thing that's going out there is that you'll be able to play Xbox Game Pass games on your Switch. And log into Xbox Live, right? And I still don't understand party that chat because It'll... they one one of the things I read was like they want to uh, like make a better party chat system for the Switch. So if you log into the Xbox Live, you'll be able to you know go through party chat with their system, uh, their system, right? And how are you going to play the games through, through the freaking Switch though? Because they're on they're just on servers. That's all it is, and you just yeah. have to connect to the server. Like it's the same way how you would play Fortnite with somebody, you know, or Rocket League with somebody on PlayStation and Xbox. You're just connecting to a server. That's all you're doing. Yeah, but you, you have to download the game, don't you? Yeah. Like, so how, how's this? How's the Switch going to handle like, I don't know, a game like, in a Game Pass game like Halo or something like that? Like, is that like what kind well, of game? We don't know what games will be available. But like, for okay. example, they're probably going to start it off with like Minecraft. And okay. like Rocket League and games that are already on the Switch, mm-hmm. right? So you'll be able to, uh, you know, connect your online service to your Switch or whatever. I don't know the specific details, but if that happens, I'm really, really gonna get my hopes up for like a DK64 remaster or something like something like that. Since you know the game company Rare that makes DK uh, is owned by Microsoft now, and that was like the big thing holding back a DK64 or Basically, a lot of the um, virtual console uh, drawbacks that are on the Switch, because we don't have one. What about Rare Replay? Do you have that game? Yeah, that's on Xbox. It's got freaking Banjo and all that shit. Yeah, but it doesn't have DK, because DK is Nintendo and Microsoft now, because Microsoft bought Rare. Blah, blah, blah. What about freaking uh, Ducky Kong Arctic Freeze or whatever the fuck? Tropical Freeze? Yeah. Yeah, it's, on, it's on the Switch. <laughs> what about it? Gatorade flavor? I don't know. Yeah, yeah, Arctic Freeze. <laughs> 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 I 
All right, that you was play that, game? that was ner- I have it. I haven't beat it. Uh, yeah, Pokemon. That was Nerd Moments brought to you by nerds. Straight up. Underrated no underrated candy, Nerds Ropes. I'm not a big fan of Nerds Ropes. Yeah, I hate Nerds Ropes. Wow. I, like I would never just buy them. Candy. I don't think I would go out of my way to buy it, but if it's the type of thing you, me, you're like, like oh, I haven't had one of those in like three years. It's like red vines. Like, uh, maybe I'll have one someday. Oh. I don't know. <laughs> Are they just one of those things you'd be like, oh, I'm in a Walmart line. I'm just going to pick one of these up. Yeah, that's a nerd's yeah. rope. No. Nope. Snow caps? No. Nope. There's like nothing else there. Oh, I love snow caps. I love snow caps at the movie theater. Oh, my God. I don't think I've ever had a snow cap. Try it sometime. You'll like it. Like mini nonpareils. You'll hate them. It's chocolate. What the hell are nonpareils? Oh, uh, yeah, it's chocolate with a little white. Oh, it's fucked up. Josh doesn't like chocolate. Pieces of candy. It is I forgot up. about that. What do you guys give it up for Lent? Uh, I'm giving up chocolate. I, I don't usually really? don't do anything yep. for Lent because I'm not very religious, but this year it's kind of like encouraging me to give something up since, you know, I have to lose weight for a marriage, for a wedding. For marriage. <laughs> for marriage. To give yourself away? Yeah. <laughs> in the practice of So marriage. I'll probably give up something like chocolate or desserts in general or something like that, yeah. Good call. I'm giving up fucking chocolate, fucking candy shit. Yeah. I'm a fucking addict, bro. I know, I am too. It's candy would be a good one. Two weeks. Candy well, or ice cream. You gave up fantasy thing. baseball for Lent. <laughs> Impossible. Yeah, that's just all right, the table. Well, well, I guess you don't love God that much. <laughs> <laughs> God understands. I'm going to have a talk with him later. <laughs> Dude, I'm in a league with God. What do you mean? <laughs> God knows. God knows <laughs> how much it means to me. <laughs> To, to to make me suffer, he shuts down the servers for for fantasy baseball. <laughs> baseball goes on strike, which is gonna happen. Uh, man, yeah, I don't do that to answer the question. But if you did, what would you do? If I had to, um, how long is Len? Like, how long do you have to till Easter. Easter? It's forty days. Wow. Um, <laughs> I mean, it would probably be like beer or something like that. Something ridiculous. I could never. I mean, I might try video games. Imagine that. Dude, I gave up video games one year when I was like. I would be so bored. Yeah, it would would be impossible. I I can't remember. Like, dude, I couldn't even imagine that for like a week, honestly. What do you do? Like, now that we're older, like, there's nothing fun to do at home. Like, I don't know. Nobody I mean, like read a book. The first two could be the hardest, right? And then yeah. after that, I guess you just like binge Netflix or Hulu, whatever you watch. I would give watch. up Netflix because I don't watch it anyway. I haven't literally sat down and clicked on something for Netflix in like four months. I'm actually like, I'm actually <laughs> that would re- be a re-watching Dexter right now, so that's the only thing I've been watching on it. I mean, Shannon watches stuff, but I don't even think that's on Netflix all the time either. I mean, she does, but... I don't know. Dude, I just, speaking I of watching things, watch Netflix. Oh, hey, speaking of Netflix, uh, Spielberg has a problem with Netflix winning Oscars. You guys hear about that? That's interesting. It's weird. Yes, he's they all flipped out. Their own things. Why aren't they eligible? He's he's all flipped out because um, 
they don't get like a theatrical re- release, and he doesn't think it's fair to the studios that that make that happen. Supposedly, theatrical releases won't be a thing in ten years. You don't think so? Oh, big take. No. Big take. I yeah. think the movies will be gone, and everything will be home <sighs> entertainment. You might not be off, but that makes me really sad. Yeah, me too. I hope I that's not the case. Hey, big take. That might be a business of mine coming soon. You're going to invest in it? Movie Pass? I'm going to invest in... Yep. <laughs> Martin, Martin Movies. You ever know. Just totally digitized new release movies. Right Are you going to make them? Like like Scorsese? No. No. I'm going to invest in the movie and get the rights to streaming. Oh, yeah, so um, it seems like in Josh's poll from last week about who he would keep over Juan Soto or Vlad Jr., Vlad Jr. has overwhelmingly won. Is that... That, that does it, then? I is it, confirm it. I confirmed. So Juan Soto is going to be available. Maybe. <laughs> oh <my> <laughs> <God>. <laughs> <laughs> One of them will be. That might change my draft strategy. <laughs> you don't know what I'm gonna do. I know. I'm just teasing. I mean, are, you know, yeah. I, I I am gonna take that data. I mean, it was 20 people. I mean, that's a good amount. Good sample. <laughs> um, little case study, you know. And Vlad came out on top, so we'll see. We'll see. I don't know. I think I'd rather have Vlad long term, but that's and that's what I voted for you. Me too, actually. I think I voted for that. Oh, yeah. Like, like, Soto's dope, but I don't know. I mean, do you really? Uh, I guess what the, the question becomes is do you, you're very confident that you would not be able to get Vlad um, back at your, your first pick in the fifth? The only, no, he won't. The only okay. guy that is right in my top left corner of my screen right here that is stopping me from not keeping him that guy right there uh steve also said he would take him if he was there let's Stone let's think about there. this for a moment though josh that is a big bluff pick. move by I oliver first pick in the fifth round i think <laughs> i know but let's think about this if I, honestly i would love it if that happened and oliver takes vlad with his fourth rounder he has three pitchers and one guy that's going to start in the minors for the first two months of the year he's going to start out one and four on the season. That'd be amazing. But the problem is with Oliver, <laughs> Oliver does not care. Oliver, I know, you're right. He, he'll do it. That's what I've learned about He's Oliver. He's trying to keep the bluff alive here. And he, t- he totally I'm not bluffing. I'm not... He totally would draft pitching, too. So he'd have, like, a nasty rotation, but literally no offense. And then he would... Which I should have stuck with year. last year. I know. Well, the, exactly. That's your thing. Then you would stick with it, and it probably wouldn't pan out, because then you wouldn't have any offense. One thing I've learned about Oliver... In, in the time I've been friends with him, is that he is very staunch in his ways, <laughs> and he'll just fucking like, like he'll do something that's ridiculous. Like he kept, like you kept Ben Attendi you know, with a fucking, however, like we had like forty games, and he wasn't even that good in those four, like those first few games he played with the Red Sox. Like, and I was like, oh man, well, good for good for him. That was brave. It was kind of dumb, kind of early to do that, but I don't know. Yeah, but I, I, you also know my draft strategy too, where I'll pick. Max Kepler in the seventh round. Yeah, okay. Yeah, 
True. Both of you have your own way. I'm kind of lost now. Like, what the fuck do I do? Who wants Vlad more? That's the question. Because you have the, you have the upper hand right now. He also took Chris Bryant super early that year. He was coming. Chris up Bryant wasn't even in the major leagues yet, and they were talking about him coming in like June that year. And he same thing like with March Vlad right here. April. It was awesome. Pretty right same now. thing. Pretty similar to Vlad's scenario. Then. Oh yeah. I agree. It's the same thing. No. It's like the same thing happening again. <laughs> In every and even league. that, when did Chris Bryant go? Like the seventh or eighth? I, I think Josh took him in the fifth round. Oh, really? Right? Wait, what? I, I You guys froze. What round did you take Chris Bryant in? Uh, the fifth. Yeah. So, for, yeah. Uh, second pick of the fifth round. Yeah. We were all like, Josh, you idiot. And then it was like... Then I was like the most jealous guy of all time when he was actually playing. Yeah, and just so there's no confusion to the listeners, we have three keepers, so the fifth round is the second round, truthfully. Yeah. So so fucked up. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, I do those things, for sure. Yeah, you got ten ten days to decide. I I almost just said if Vlad's there in the fifth round. (laughs) Funny joke. (laughs) Wee <laughs> wee. Oui, oui. <laughs> Is it? Yeah. I'm laughing my ass off right now. I think you just play your cards well, Oliver. I'm calling your bluff. <laughs> I would I love mean, let's just think of, yeah, I would, for you oh, to I, let him go to the draft. Is all the old- <laughs> I'd have Vlad Jr. for my whole life. It'd be I mean, like owning Vlad. But in the Is all of the only threat to him? That's the other question. Is Oliver the only threat to take him? No. No, no, no. I'm going to bring up the text. Uh-oh. Leaks. Incriminating evidence. Leaks. What you got? If he's there in the first pick, my wang might explode. <laughs> For me? <laughs> From Steve. <laughs> you never know. That's kind of a, a sure tell-all. I mean, you have been talking him up, Steve. I like him. I, I watch his, his highlights. In my spare time. That'll be the quickest <laughs> pick ever. Like, the timer will be one minute, and before he can get to 59 seconds, I will have picked Vlad Jr. already. That's how quick it would go. I mean, we'll just have to see, boys. Yep. I came excited. Ten days away. Gilly's got a fat offer in his inbox right now. Oh, I declined that, Josh. <laughs> Did you? <laughs> Did you? Not yet. Oh, no, I didn't. I was typing out something as my reasoning. That's a big offer, though. It is a big offer. Well, come on. It is, know no, what you're it is? right. You're right. That's the best offer yet. J.D. Martinez, Juan Soto, 5th, 6th, and 7th for Bryce Harper. Damn! <laughs> I know. I should take it realistically. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> if we had four keepers, maybe. Yeah. 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 Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Um, I don't know. I'm just excited, man. It's coming. Me too. Baseball's fucking well, here, this, bro. This time next week, we'll, we will have done our uh, Dynasty League draft that Sam, Sam started. So that's on Sunday. Sunday night. Perfect. Oh, Perfect. So we'll get to review those teams next week a little bit. Talk a little-ish. I'm interested to see how that goes since it's... I can't speak for you guys, but it'll be my first Dynasty League draft, and it's from start, so it'll be... Interesting to see where people hold their uh, 
priorities Pro- in that prospects. league. Yeah, well, prospects and like how bad, how like how far are people going to reach for those prospects? Like, who's going to be the team that just says, fuck it, I want to win this year? And doesn't get that many young so, dudes, but just gets a bunch of studs? So What's I'm the draft have, I'm not sure. I'm going to have Vlad Jr., Jason Groom, Blake Rutherford, <laughs> Eloy Jimenez. <laughs> Josh is going 0-4 his year one, oh, yeah. but he's building up for 2028. 20, this is the perfect league for me. Lake <laughs> Rutherford. <laughs> Brent Honeywell. <laughs> oh, yeah. His brother's nasty at Fortnite, by the way. Miguel Tejada Jr. Just born. Dwayne Actually, Wade no, he Jr. Just got, Stash him. He just got signed by the Phillies. No way. Yo. Miguel Tejada Jr. Not even joking. He's 17. That's cool. Oh, that that's gonna be a steep pick. <laughs> <laughs> right now, I'm on um, fanatics. Right now, looking at some uh, St. Patrick's Day green apparel. They have quite a bit of it. I think we need a Vlad Junior. Small State Big Take T-shirt. <laughs> yeah, we need some custom fucking merch. We just need one thing. One thing. One shirt. Six. Shut up! I, had, I forgot what that was for a second. <laughs> now, six. Never forget. Yeah. yeah, yeah so we, gotta, we gotta continue the uh, the hoops. Yeah, that's, that's right. So me and Gilly have to play. Yeah. At some point. Because we did say that like 19 episodes ago. True. So. Yeah. Yep, that was a while ago. Yeah. We gotta get that done. Are we waiting for the weather to warm up? Or are we gonna go do a gym somewhere? I don't care. I mean, their game two is in a gym, isn't it? Didn't we say that they needed different elements? That's true. I don't care. That was like half of Steve's argument. Yeah, I was outside. It was windy. (laughs) I was preparing in a gym. (laughs) (laughs) Middle of a tornado. I mean, I did hit that home runoff all all those years ago in the middle of a tornado. Yeah, decades ago. (laughs) Hurricane Katrina during the time. Whole ten years ago. (laughs) It was ten years ago, actually. (laughs) Isn't that crazy? It's fucked up. I'd still give you guys that curveball that no one could ever hit. Hey, I made Jesse Wyman fall down in the batter's box off a curveball once, and it was a strike. You know, one oh. time Josh hit a fucking left-handed home run. <laughs> I know. Brandon Palmer. <laughs> I did. <laughs> He's not even a switch hitter. <laughs> uh, no, I am a switch hitter. Oh, you are? Yeah. I thought you. I thought you weren't. You're just. You're just trolling him, and you fucking did it. <laughs> well, <laughs> at that time, I wasn't a good one, but I am a switch hitter. Yeah. Oh, dude, that was one of the. Uh, that was one of the funniest things I ever saw. And he was on my team, and I love the kid, but it's just like, <laughs> <laughs> this is fucking rude. Ooh, I might get a Braves hat. I have that Dansby Swanson T-shirt. If anybody wants it. <laughs> I'm, I'm over that thing. <laughs> oh, you were so on. Oh, you're all over I was it too. On that bandwagon. I got to get my uh, Sunny Gray Reds T-shirt this year. I was telling Josh earlier. Okay, yeah. Can we talk about that for a minute and what I said to you? Sure, go ahead. Please explain. All right, so Oliver's saying that he can go from liking a player, like basically getting his T-shirt every other team that he's on, to hating him and then liking him again. Yeah. He said he said that's possible. Yeah. I don't even see how that's possible. Because you put on a Yankees uniform and I hate you. 
you still like Sonny Gray, do you not? Yeah, I do. He's on the right Okay, now. that's okay. That, that's all I need to know. Okay. The argument doesn't hold. What do you mean? From hate to love to hate is what you're saying. Yeah. No. Love, love to hate. No. Love, love to, to hate, hate to, to love. love. Yeah. What's oh, uh, Love to hate to love. Like yeah. so, if Giancarlo got traded to yeah, I don't know, somewhere you'd love him. Around. You'd love Giancarlo. Anywhere, I would, really. I would like him again. Yeah. Sox. Yeah. Doesn't make any sense to me. How about you, Steve? Why? That's just a cop out. What do you mean? Uh, you know what? I... You're just you're just covering your own ass because he's a Yankee. Yeah, so I hate him if he's on the Yankees. Yeah. I feel like it's not the same though for me too, to be honest. I don't know. I think I'm with Josh. It's tough. I'm trying to think of another good example. Hating Giancarlo, I have to watch what I say because. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Listen, you shaved your beard in time for the this press conference. You also no, wanted no, Harper on the bad. Yankees, so. Uh, so whatever I say it doesn't matter. So, but hating Giancarlo, like that—that that was so hard for me to turn. Like I was so hopeful he'd be a Red Sox, and I'm—I'm I'm glad I'm happy at the way things turned out. Obviously, but like, and I'm—and he—he wasn't that great with the Yankees. But to say I hated him as a Yankee, I didn't fully hate him as much as I oh. should have. I didn't hate him. But see, that's I what I care. mean. You—you you just can't. You still like the person. I, I loved him. I—I I, like he was my favorite non-Red Sox. For I'm sure. sorry, Oliver. You're yeah. still thinking about Sonny Gray, and he was still a Yankee in his career. So. Yeah, and I was rooting hard against him and wanted him to fail every time he stepped on the mound when he was what on the Yankees. Steve? Although I guess McCutcheon's he was too quick of a yeah yeah. yeah I didn't hate matter. McCutcheon. I never had a problem with him as a Yankee. I didn't even think about him because he wasn't even like he's barely contributing. There. It wasn't even his. So you're saying even if it was against this guy's own power, like in a trade or something else, you still hate him. That's how he got there. Yeah. Yeah. So that's <laughs> yeah. awful. Like the guy couldn't help <laughs> that he's in New York and, okay. you know. Okay. So how does that make sense? How do you, why do you hate somebody for something that is out of their power? Because he's only he obviously He obviously didn't like it there enough to say. I don't think it was under his will to stay. They traded him. Again, they traded him to the yeah, Reds? Yeah, they traded or, him to the Reds. Oh, I thought that was a free agent thing. But no. besides the fact, it doesn't matter. It's still under his own, not under his own power. So? so? Okay. It doesn't make Oliver any sense hates to all me. Yankees. Makes plenty, that's, yeah. That's his rule. Yeah. If you're on the Yankees, fuck off. I hate you. You know what, the, I don't think I can go back to loving someone. Right. Because my example for me that I just, I don't know, I'm trying to go run through guys that have like truly like loved Johnny Damon. And obviously that's a little bit different because he's a Red Sox player when he made that change. But I, even after his time with the Yankees, I, it was not the same. I'm not saying you have oh, to. Oh, fuck him, dude. I'm fuck not him saying forever. you have the, to go back and The thing is, that, saying, was oh, that was his choice. That was his choice. We, have a, no, you're re- right, you're we right. have a reason. To I mean, they paid him. It is different, but I'm they just, I'm just trying him. to think of your the concept that you're saying of going from love to hate to love. That's all. Well, okay. Uh, okay, what the... if Bryce Harp went to the Yankees? I... If it was his choice because he's a free agent, absolutely not. So I guess my my argument okay. now is stemming to... I wouldn't want him if, to succeed. If it's their choice yeah. to go to the Yankees, then yeah, screw them. But like Sonny Gray got traded to the Yankees. Like, yeah. Why would you hate the guy? Because it's he got not... traded, he's on the Yankees, and he fully embraced being on the Yankees also. You know, when the guy comes out and says... All the stuff he said when he got traded there about 
growing up dreaming of playing for the Yankees, blah, blah, blah. So he that still gives you a reason that. to hate him. He still thinks that, though. Maybe so his time, you, maybe his, like ex- because his experience in New York obviously changed his mind. He's still a Yankee deep down. But he, it didn't change his mind. He, he <laughs> How do you know? Again, you said. Yeah. He got traded again. Yeah, he so, got traded uh, away to the Reds. He, now I like him again because he's not on the Yankees. Okay. It's pretty simple. Saying. It's not simple. You're over sim- You're overcomplicating it. Okay. You go on the Yankees. Fuck off. Like I said. All right. So Mookie Betts, the Red Sox trade yeah, Mookie Betts tomorrow. Trade him. Yeah. I'm out of his power. Yeah. Fuck off. Oh. Wow. Wow. I don't know. Yeah. I, uh, wow. You would root for Mookie Betts if he's on the Yankees? If I he got traded to the Yankees, I would hate him. If the Reds, yeah, exactly, I wouldn't hate him. I nope. would. It's not his fault. I don't it's care. He's on the Yankees, dude. So when you, when so you love Sonny Gray all this time, and when he got traded to the Yankees, you're like, oh, I hope, hope his fucking arm falls off. I Fuck fucking him. traded yes. him in a half a second in fantasy. Yeah, this, I traded. This, this, I traded Jim Carlo. I traded Jim Carlo immediately. Yeah, he got. But it hurt me. You got him back. Yeah, I love him. <laughs> <laughs> See, like, that's second. what I mean, though. You still <laughs> love I, that player deep I down, did. like yeah. Like I came to terms with it in my mind. I was like, dude, I f- I don't give a fuck, dude. He's he's a fucking transcendent ta- talent, and I, I loved him in the Marlins. I don't give a fuck. He's gonna help me win this championship. Didn't happen, but ooh. Speaking of, hold on, I gotta send you. Check this link out. Gilly. You putting in the uh, yeah. Yes. Oh my god. Gilly. That's a fuck look how cool that cool. is. I'm trying to find a cool one for St. Patrick's Day. <sighs> Are you guys going to uh, Newport? Nope. Yes. Oh Ollie, come on. No, oh I don't my god. have to get to Newport for seven o'clock in the morning. Come on, let's That's get fucked so up. Not worth. Let her brother know. I've never That's, done it. I, I want to do it. It's time. I thought you did it last year. I didn't. No, I was supposed oh. to go last year and got caught up. Couldn't do it. Oh, they got some cool... Dude, you got a Benatendi green Red Sox one? Oh. Be there. Yeah, same here. I'm, I'm going to send you the, the link to the Acuna jersey I was looking at. All right, gentlemen. Do we have any closing big takes ah, on the 3rd of March 2019, episode 27? Any closing takes? Yeah, you're going to hate Xander Bogarts in about a year and a half. I think he's not going to the Yankees, man. Come on. And via free agency, mind you, you will hate him too, according to your logic. Ooh, which is dope. Yeah, I will also hate Xander Bogarts if he decides to go to the Yankees. Okay. Smaller XXL. That's what I was saying. Yeah, the the sides are fucked up. Xander. ah. Are the Yankees going to be in the market for Xander, though? Not sure. No chance. They like, wanted Machado. Why do you think they held off? Because of Nolan. Yeah, but Nolan's gone. No, so I know. What's the I, next I just best think that option? was they, He's going to be the franchise guy, and he's already had it. Even when he was playing, like, I don't know, what was his? When he was number 72? 72? No, like when he was, um, yeah, like a prospect. Why do you wear 72? Like, yeah, I want to play for the Yankees. I, I love the Yankees. I grew up loving Derek Jeter. I, I thought that was Hanley. I wear that number. No, no, that's why he wears number two. 
successful I knew that's why he, he wore number two, but I remember Hanley saying stuff like that too when he was brought up. Oh fuck so. that! I don't. I don't even. Nah. I don't. I don't play. You know. Who, who they, have, they have Glaber. They have fucking. Come on, give me a break. D-D- don't get rid of DD. DD. Oh, D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-
as I well, ramble off brother. here to uh, – <laughs> sorry, I don't have any Matt Chapman takes. Dude, uh, Matt Chapman's fucking dope, and you could be... <laughs> take it to the bank. He got some MVP votes last year. Don't yeah, but did you make sure to tell your mom, brother, sister, aunt, uncle, cousin, grandma, grandpa to listen to Small State Big Takes? Because I know I have. So make sure you do too and be part of – Small State Big Takes 2019, the year of Small State Big Takes. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at Small State Takes. Like, like us, follow us, retweet us, join the conversation, watch us live every Monday night, 9 p.m. at Twitch TV backslash Ollie One Putt. You can find the link on the Twitter. You can find the link on the Facebook. We post it. Come watch us. Come talk to us. Be interactive. We talk to us. We talk to you. We get a conversation going. Bada bing, bada boom. You're a guest of the podcast. What do you know? Please like us. Please do like you us. Have any air left? I, I can keep going. I'm like Eminem. Okay. I can just keep going. I don't need to breathe. <laughs> yeah. Should I buy a green self? I mean, a uh, Indian's hat. <laughs> With the white C. I saw the with the little uh, shamrock in the the top right corner too. Oh, uh, no, not that one. Oh, okay. I see that one though. The white, it's white mostly. Yeah, yeah. Those are like the the official ones. I think this year they really did that up. Remember when it used to just be like the Red Sox, and maybe one other team. Yeah, that did our... the green on St. Patrick's. Yeah. Before we close it out, Dave Champlin says Xander five years, one forty. You won't regret it. That's Dave, that's a good that's a good take. Shout out Dave Champlin always. That motherfucker knows what's up. That's, that's what I think too. Like in that I range. Know nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Even that, that's a good amount of money. <laughs> we'll catch you guys next week for Ooh. our fantasy baseball week one draft preview episode stuff. Go me and small state big takes. <laughs> Josh's face of stoic. <laughs> I know nothing. <laughs> <laughs>